This podcast contains lots of grown-up chats and colourful language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to the Generation Wido podcast, where we ask why we are who we are, why we make our life choices, what's happening in the world and why aren't we ready for any of it. So we're just three best friends asking why Generation Y do what they do. Hi guys. Hello. Of the week. Welcome, welcome back. back. Welcome back. Jinx. Jinx. You owe me a soda. Um, so Ew. today's podcast, we're going to be talking all things Halloween because it's officially October, spooky season, my favourite time of the year. Ooh. How's everyone's week been? Connor, how are you? Yes, very good. Very average week. Not kind of much has happened. Just very excited for Halloween. Looking forward to getting all dressed up, getting lit, getting out there and having some fun. Uh, well, I just had half term. It was amazing. Lying in bed, eating what I want, putting out my back to work. Great to see the kids. But more importantly, it's Halloween. I always thought half term. Is half term different here than it is in Ireland? So like, we call it half term here, where they call it midterm back home. But it's essentially the same thing. And don't they have a bank holiday for Halloween in Ireland? Yes, yes. on the actual day? Or is it on the actual Monday? I don't even remember but it's it been is, so long. It oh is God. a bank holiday. Like they, we do get a day off for Halloween, which is like so sick. Oh. I know. The kids these days don't even know. Okay. We don't get that over here. No. <laughs> so how was your week, Nikki? Yeah, good. Um, I fully embraced autumn, being drinking lots of pumpkin spice. And oh, you basic bitch. <laughs> I love pumpkin spice. Um, if anyone checks out my Instagram, I try and rate the best pumpkin spice in London. Greg's is the worst. Fremonte <laughs> is the best. Pretty manger, not surprised. It's so nice. Have um, you had the Starbucks pumpkin spice, like the OG? I have, and I had the vegan one with Ooh. vegan cream. Oh, but it didn't taste too good. No, very spicy. Well, it is pumpkin spice. It's in the name. spicy, though, not my cup of tea. I can't say much. Never had a pumpkin spice. Oh my god, you haven't lived. Like genuinely, it's absolutely gorgeous. Should I embrace my autumnal fall basic bitch fantasy? Yes, Wait, get it from Pretty You're a white homosexual, and you've never had a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> Don't come for me, girl. Girls, throw that life out. Oh my gosh. So why are we here this week? What are we talking about? This week we're going to do all things Halloween. It's spooky season. We're getting really into it. So why not talk about Halloween, what it means to us, where it's come from, all its history and connections and whatnot. And I think on that note, Nikki might have something to say. Yeah, so firstly, I think Halloween is a really big thing in Ireland, right? Oh yeah. We've all celebrated it hugely when we're kids and also it's a bank holiday or you get time off. I mean, I'm literally obsessed with it and everyone I know who is Irish is obsessed with it. It's like, it's the most important thing of the year. Bar Christmas. But I feel like the older we get, the more important Halloween is compared to Christmas. It's strange. Like, yeah. we and us millennials definitely have like a new affiliation to Halloween too. I think mm. there's like a big resurgence. Um, But yeah, just on the back of that, I was wondering if any of you know where Halloween comes from. So I'm really interested in this because I was going to be that basic dickhead saying, let's talk about like the gay part of Halloween and the sexy part of Halloween. But you were like, actually, I kind of want to do a bit of educating. Yes. So I'm really, really excited for this and teach me. The teacher wants to be educated. How the tables have turned. Oh my God. Come on, stereotypes. <laughs> um, so this why will be, why do we celebrate Halloween? So Halloween started as a Celtic festival called Samhain. So the Irish people know that Samhain also means autumn, right? It's November. Is that what it means? It's November? the month of November in the Irish okay. calendar. Yeah. I did ordinary double Irish. So Same here. <laughs> Don't at me. Um, so basically the Celts um, lived over 2,000 years ago in an area of the world that we now know as Ireland, the UK and Northern France. 
they celebrated their new year on the 1st of November. So this was the new year because it was a change of season. It was the end of summer and harvest and it was the beginning of winter. Mm. They believed that the night before November 1st was a transitional period where the boundaries were blurred between the living and the spirit world. So October 31st, they believed, was the night that the ghosts of the dead returned to Earth. I'm sorry, I feel like we're at the beginning of like a, like a Halloween movie and some ghost is about to come through the floor or something. This is like, what was the Nickelodeon show where they go... Oh my God, are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid are of you? the dark? <laughs> Can you please like mark something on my hand because I want to talk about memories from Halloween in about an hour's time and I'm talking about how I'm still haunted from an episode of that TV show. I, this cannot finish until I talk about it. It's my <laughs> one terrifying Halloween memory. We will 100% come back to it. Please, that. please do. So Druids were Celtic High Priests and they believed that on the 31st of October, celebrating the rising of the dead, it gave them power. So they would build huge sacred bonfires Ooh. and burn crops and make animal sacrifices and everybody would dress up in animal hides and dance around the bonfire. Bitch! Mm. Yes, it's all making sense now. Uh, the Romans then came and took over the Celtic lands like the Romans do. Oh my god, are you telling me that Catholics came and took over Ireland? They, Catholics came, raped and pillaged, pretty much. Standard Irish behaviour. Um, and they came and combined their own traditional festivals in October with the sound Celtic traditions. So in particular there were two. There was one Roman festival of Feralia, which was the festival of the passing dead. And there was a second one called the Festival of Pomona. I hope I'm saying that right. You yeah. are saying Pomona, right? Oh, you know. I can finally put my degree in classical history into use here. Yes. Come on, five years later. I know. Pomona was like uh, the Roman goddess of like uh, the harvest and fruit and stuff like that. That's correct. She was the Roman goddess of trees and fruits, but her symbol was the apple. So they think this is where the tradition of bobbing for apples comes from. Bitch. Yes. Yeah. Also educational. I'm learning so much right now. Can we just uh-huh. listen to you for the rest of the podcast? Absolutely. Um, then Pope Gregory the Third recognized November 1st as All Saints Day. So I think that's something we still that's celebrate. That's still a now. thing. So this was blended with some of the Celtic celebrations. And the church then made November 2nd All Souls Day to honor the dead. But they think that this was a move by the church to take Celtic celebration of the dead with a more church-sanctioned holiday. Mm. So they just interfered like so even from 400 years ago they were like no we don't like this yes. we're going to do this yeah but they did that with so many of them as well mm-hmm. like easter is the exact same uh, like around christmas time is the same it's Next insane part. so they still kept all of the celebrations the same um they would have bonfires they would dress up as costumes and because it was all souls day people often dress up as saints angels and devils so that's why they're really popular costume ideas today i was many a devil all saints day is also known as all hollows the night before became known as All Hallows Eve, and then eventually the name changed to Halloween. Yes. Right, here we are today. Yes, here we are today. Halloween was brought to America by the Irish immigrants fleeing from the famine. And then the Americans just jumped on that shit, and now it is everywhere, all over uh, the world. Have we brought up the famine twice in three episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the Druids of the past, like, use their magic powers to look forward 2,000 years to the future and just see, like, a bunch of young ones, like, 18, thinking, it's Halloween, we're celebrating our past, let's wear, like, a bikini top, and just get sick all over themselves and think, fuck, like, maybe we should just stop this now. <laughs> I think that's exactly how the Celts celebrated. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, to be fair, to be fair. We're just so, continuing on that proud tradition. That was a little brief history of Halloween. I hope that was the most educational Wido episode that we've ever had. At least five times I was like, oh my god, really? 
Yeah, very educational. I really like that. Like, it's it's educational, not just fun. It makes a lot of sense as well why Irish people take it so seriously. Uh, like, Halloween was, like, a huge part of growing up for me. I grew up, um, as I said before, like, in the countryside of Ireland. But around where I lived, there was a lot of other families who had kids in and around the same age as me. So we would have massive Halloween parties as kids and the parents would come and take us around all the houses. And because they had to, because we lived like on a main road, so otherwise we would die, <laughs> get hit by a car. <laughs> Uh, so they would take us around and we would get all crazy sweets and do the whole bobbing for apples and do fireworks and jack-o'-lanterns. Like, it was very Disney Halloween movie. That was my childhood. You call them jack-o'-lanterns? That's very American. I should just say. What do you guys call them? A pumpkin. A pumpkin? You're not a jack-o'-lantern. Also, another way like, you can tell you're close to the border because you're like, fireworks. No, no, there's no fireworks down where I'm from, way down south. Same. Oh, yeah, like, that fireworks. That wasn't a thing. Like, we could watch them on the TV and think, oh my God, fireworks, how exciting. But, like, that wasn't a thing where I'm from. No, we lived on the border. Fireworks <laughs> everywhere, mate. You knew a friend who knew a friend who knew a friend. It was in the family, don't worry about it. Oh, never mind. I think we had, like, dodgy neighbours who smuggled some over, or you could buy them illegally. But basically, for those who don't know, fireworks were, and still are, I think, illegal in Ireland. The first thing I know is, well, not the first, but, like, one of the first things I noticed when I moved here. There was a fireworks shop, and I was like, here... Is that? Like, are they allowed to? Like, what's going on here? I can still remember walking around the giant Tesco down the road from me in Liverpool and just a giant display of fireworks. And I was just like, what is this? And then like, my friend was just like, it's the fireworks. Don't you have fireworks over in Ireland? And I said, well, we know of them and we can go to a fireworks display, but you can't just walk up in here. I'm going to take 20 mm-hmm. boxes, take them through the fucking self-checkout and off you go. It's insane. That's not a thing. It's Gas. not a thing. thing. I guess the Irish just can't be trusted. <laughs> Second one, you had your jack o' lanterns and your fireworks. Yeah, me pumpkins. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was just kind of like our childhood. Like we were huge into it, like getting into costume. Like uh... that was a creepy Halloween door. <laughs> Have anybody heard that? Yeah, that was that was our very expensive soundboard <laughs> that we have. But yeah, that was kind of my um, childhood Halloween. What about you, John? So I grew up like in a housing estate and I remember my old housing estate was like a circle. So it was dead cute. You'd have like a green area in the middle and you'd have like all the houses um, would really put them, throw themselves into it. Like they'd have sweets, they'd have the lights, all the kids would walk around. And there was a lot of kids in the avenue at the time. And I always had this genius idea. And I didn't realise until I was about 17. She used to give me the same devil horns every single year. I could be a ghost, I could be a vampire, <laughs> I could be like from Baltimore, anything like that. But she'd always give me the same devil horns. But the genius part is she broke one on purpose so there was only one flashing horn so when I was about eight I was like no mom I'm too cute to go around with you I'm going to go around by myself with my friends and I was like yeah of course no problem but she said she'd be sitting there in front of the window just watching this single oh, flashing horn while I'm oh walking God. around isn't that genius that's yeah. genius I mean snaky that's the height of Irish parenting flick one of the lights off so I can pick them out in the crowd yeah <laughs> it's genius but we used to go on like with you know like the bags or like the pillowcases and we used to fill it up and everything it was amazing pillowcases no, yeah no no what did you say when you went to the tour <gasps> oh my god we used to say like um like a, a nursery rhyme but so, I can't remember yeah. what it was what was it I would we would say trick or treat smell my feet give me something good to eat you're clearly from Dublin if you don't, I don't care. I'll put down your underwear. Yeah, like it was like naughty. We were in Limerick, it used to be trick or treat. Then I moved to Tipperary. And I never forget like walking around. I walked up to the door and I was like, trick or treat. And this woman, I never forget this woman at the door was just like, that's not what you're supposed to say. Mm-hmm. Singing me the song. I was like, what do you mean singing me the song? And my friend, who was like my friend for like a month, was like, that's not what you say. You have to sing this song. And you sing a song on the door. It's kind of like a penny for the boogie, it was called. And you stand there singing this really long song for like 30 to 40 seconds. And by the time it was done, sometimes people would say, no, 
and then just close the door. Oh my god! If you didn't sing it properly or sing it well enough, they just say no, thank you, Sam. and just close the door. I would too. Awful. Like you're seven years old, you should know how to sing by now. You... I knew how to sing. I could put on a performance. I'm sure. But I still got turned away a few times. It was very stressful. I remember the song that we used to sing there. It was like Halloween is coming and the geese are getting fat. <laughs> Please put a penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, a halfpenny will do. If you haven't got a halfpenny, God bless you and your family too. Oh, in by case the you way, couldn't see, we, we were vlogging the shit out of it to that beautiful song. That literally just came back like a brick. I, like that has been gone from my memory for many a year. It's one of you knew every single word. Oh well, yeah, which is so cute. Yeah, halfpenny. It's also very cute because halfpenny one and two. It's like give me. You're sweet, but also if you don't, God bless you and your family. <laughs> like, so Irish. It's like, oh, you wee young fella. <laughs> my favourite though was like when we would get to, because there was only a certain amount of houses in our area, so when my grandparents lived across the road, and my favourite was always getting to my grandparents' house because I knew they'd have a slice of brack and they'd give me a two euro, like mm. two pound coin. Spot a bitch. I know. A whole two pounds. Plus, half the time I'd get the ring in the brack, so I was buzzing. Can we actually speak about for one second the absolute hazard of like you're playing with your fucking life when you eat into that rack where they would bury a ring inside it or a coin inside it and you had to eat your way through it. Like, this is the tea. We put 20p in. Like the old 20 like kind of copper looking 20p. Like a punt. Like, like, like a punt. No <laughs> punt. 20p. But like no I know exactly what you mean. It's just kind of like it's, it's kind of like I'm going to lose a tooth here. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like a gap tooth dickhead because of a fucking 20p coin. Growing up I we did Halloween in my nanny's a lot of the time we would like have the apple on the string which was always full of spit and absolutely fucking disgusting by the it's time so I got around to it. hard. So we never do it. Uh, uh, what do you mean apple on a string? You'd have a string coming out from the scene and an apple was on tied on the bottom yeah. and you had to put your hands behind your back and bob for an apple like a fucking idiot <laughs> but I remember like being 15 cute and be really excited and you'd walk up and you'd see all these teeth marks yeah. and they'd be shiny because they'd be spit <laughs> all over and you were like <laughs> like just cr- closing your eyes and like you know kind of just cringing but wanting to win but did you not do it like in a bath of water like proper bobbing for apples yeah we did both we had both. Oh, sorry. We were, we were poor. Yeah, we had one. So you either options. had, you were either drinking a bowl of spit or smelling someone else's saliva <laughs> of this rotten apple on a string. Look, it was shit either way you put it. I loved trick-or-treating. That was my favourite thing today. I loved Halloween candy. And it's funny because we... Candy! 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 candy. You um, never stop watching fucking American TV. I know. I know. It's the sweets. So we would trick-or-treat a lot and it's funny because my mum works in a school. She lives in the area and all the kids in the area don't know where she lives and they'll come knocking on our door and she'll answer and they're like, oh my God, and like shit themselves and don't know what to do because you know what it's like when you're like eight years old and you see someone that works in a school outside of school and you're like, what the fuck is going on? So it's pretty funny. She usually wears a mask as well so she doesn't like reveal herself to the little kids which is very cute. If that wasn't me, I'd just answer the door and say, what do you want? Like full face so you could actually see it was me. The biggest part of Halloween for me, though, was, like, and I would take this on like it was a project. Like, I was a project manager when it came to bonfire assembly. This was my thing when we would collect woods, collect tires. But you had to hide them because the council would come every day Mm. up until Halloween and they would take your stash away yeah. we had to like scope out I'm not even joking by the way we had to scope out locations to hide our wood and our tyres you saw the guards driving up our estate like yeah. every day the week before Halloween like coming around and checking and all this kind of stuff we used to be hiding behind the house that I've been into for like three years I think it was like 29 we used to keep them all behind there every single year what kind of Tony shenanigans is this 
Well, it was quite interesting because Charlie on Oxford 11 was like, you know, get dressed up, go do trick-or-treating, let's go, get that money. Did you get money when you went trick-or-treating, by the way? Only from family. Really? Because yeah. when I went from Limerick... What? Yeah. Trick-or-treating in Tipperary, you get... Not only do you have to sing a song, but you get money. It's only a couple of pennies, don't get me wrong. But if you go around to knock houses, you might come up with two or three euros or pounds back in the day. But it was really good. And then eventually you reached a certain age where you couldn't go trick-or-treating and then Halloween was right. We've got to get tires. We've got to get pallets. Where are yeah. we going to stash them? We were only a small estate. So our bonfire was shite yeah. every year. But one year we combined that. We combined two avenues together and we were like, this is actually really fucking class. And then our parents were drinking cans around the bonfire like we're some scumbags. <laughs> Sorry, you are all scum. Like bonfires are not a thing for us. Like, I'm absolutely disgusted and ashamed. Mine was the exact same. We had like a rival house in the state mm. which we didn't get on with. But you got, once a year we'd be like, all right, man, troops. Yeah. Because I'm going to get my session. I have mine and you have yours. So like, yeah. it's coming together. I remember one year, the leader of the rival gang like, took this very seriously. This was pre-phone era. So we used to organise to meet 10 or 9 o'clock on a Saturday. Do other things, break for dinner at four, come back and try and hide again. Like it was a military operation and we had combined we had combined with the other estate and it, he double crossed us and it was sabotaged <gasps> we built our bonfire and he lit it early from the inside and it was gone by nightfall gag like, oh my I'm god still not over it that's a fucking honest. stoning offence or a hanging offence I'm sorry that's so actually I'm not fucking sorry yeah I hope you're listening and you're fucking ashamed you ruined Halloween for me in 2004 you piece of shit that's the kind of fucked up shit exactly <sighs> Your guys are cow tipping or some yeah. stupid shit like that. <laughs> Shut up. On fire. Okay. Oh, setting cows on fire or something. <laughs> Can you That's imagine? our kind of bonfire. I'm about bonfires. No, ours was very like you know idyllic, skipping through the woods, very that Halloween. Right. So that was childhood, and then teenage years, and then eventually you reached that age was kind of like cans, alcohol, yes. drinking. Yes. Suddenly Halloween goes from being a little pastime, ha ha ha, to oh shit, this is one of the most important days of the year. Yes. But even more important than the alcohol, of course, is the costumes. Mm. Now, I view costumes as like two parts. The costumes when you went trick-or-treating when you were a child to the costumes that you lose throughout the night as you drink more and more when you're an adult. (laughs) And you probably have a part here from this one year, another part from another year, and a part from another year. I do believe it's very two parts. Mm. Do you agree? Totally. So what was your favourite, like childhood costume do you have one that sticks out for me i was the ultimate gay kid which 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 but on top of that <laughs> which 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 was which which one no which which the witch witch from the oh witch. the witch okay the witch the witch mm-hmm. oh that witch mm. but not just the witch i was the irish child witch where i was wrapped in a bin bag no <laughs> very that but also bin and bag nails. yes with the tacky nails actually you know what we must put a picture of those nails up on instagram because the they rubber were fingers the really creepy rubber witch fingers yes because i'm still obsessed with <laughs> and i think that's what inspired me to like have really fucking long drag nails like obsessed yes, yes. Black bags, green face paint, ugly ass witch hat. Like I had the same witch hat for a good like seven years. And I was obsessed. Like I wanted to wear that shit like during the year. Like that's how witchy I was. I come I just walk into school in the summer, like absolutely sweating. It's like thirty degrees. Like Connor, you need to take the witch's hat off, girl. No, do you not fly? Look, get it, fly, because you're flying in a broom like a witch. Oh, oh. Uh, if you have to explain the joke, honey, <clears throat> it ain't funny. Oh, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, what about you then? What was your costume? I very much was like, I'm a vampire, I'm a this, I'm a that, like really stereotypical costumes. I did enjoy one where I was like really, really like creepy. So I had like a bed sheet and I was really um, good at rollerblading because I'm gay and it's born into our genetics <laughs> to be able to rollerblade. I think that's one of my favourite jokes. How do you tell your mother that you're gay? That you rollerblade. <laughs> you rollerblade. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's literally, it's literally coming out as a child. And then 10 years later you have to say the actual words. You know the way Heelys have those flip-down wheels? Are you just born with those flip-down wheels <laughs> as a child? <laughs> and then they slowly morph into high heels. Ah, uh, they go to happened. puberty. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then I got my cousin to cover my face in... Pseudocream. Pseudocream. Cover <laughs> my a face staple, in pseudocream. staple in Irish Yeah, scars get like black guys around me and had a sheet and I had like wool blades. And I was proper fucking scared and then towel powder all in my hair so I had white hair. And I was proper, like, 11 years of age, skating around, and never forget this little girl's fiance seeing me, and her actually crying her <laughs> eyes out, running back to her house. To be fair, if Where I saw you, if I saw you all up in white face, you know, sheets, <laughs> rolling down the road after me, I would run. Same. I'm going to get you. Did you make, like, woo? <laughs> well, I was a cat. To be fair, that was probably just from you actually rollerblading around. <laughs> oh, God. But what about growing up? I feel like that's your stage one. I took Halloween very seriously. I still do. So, also, my mum is, like, the cutest person on the planet. And she worked in a sewing factory for a long time. And she used to make all of our stuff, like, handmade all of our Aww. stuff. So, I my favourite costume of all time was when I was super young. I probably would have been, like, three or four, but I still remember it. And she had, like, handmade me a Pocahontas dress. With, with a matching Pocahontas headdress. Now, this was before cultural appropriation, guys. So please don't at me. Like, please. I was three years old. Pocahontas was my idol. I also dressed up one year as a as a vampire and gelled my hair back and had makeup on. Quite like I look now. <laughs> I was going to say that's you right now. <laughs> I walked up to the door and I trick or treated at my uncle's house and he like gave me the sweets and then closed the door and I was like, Derek, Derek, it's me. And he opened the door, door and was like, Jesus, I thought you were a bloke. <laughs> and then that established my study Halloween. I was like, from this day on, I'm going as a sexy devil because I'm not mistaken. Fucking stocking, fucking red heels. I love it. Did we all do the sexy Halloween at some stage? No, I think I'm like the least sexy person in the world. That's not true. So I was always very much like, let's just do funny and like, oh my God, John, that was really good. Halloween costumes. Mm. That's how I kind of did it. I think as I got older I tried to be more cool and edgy and it never really turned out. There's like a very infamous picture of me from my first year of university where I put this weird ass blue eyeshadow on my face to make a mask and I was wearing a waistcoat what? covered in paint. I don't even know why. I was trying to be like a warlock demon shit and it just... I just got made fun of the whole night. Where did you watch Charmed and think I'm gonna do that and make it sexy? It was very that. Like Charmed was. Uh, we'll get onto that in a minute. But Charmed was my shit. <laughs> but no, it was very much like um, just like a weird warlock demon idea that didn't translate. You had like a Pinterest in your head when actually it didn't. <gasps> yes. Yeah, I get, I get that. that. Execution was probably awful, but I'm really proud of you for making that effort and wanting to push yourself and your boundaries. Oh my, oh my god. god! Thank you so. You are much. more welcome. That's your one compliment of the month. This of the is month. gay supporting gays. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do. So we've all um, still dressed up into our adulthood, right? Oh, yes. What's your favourite costume as an adult? So mine are quite strange. Like one year I went with college friends, we did rock, paper, scissors. Oh, that's pretty cool. So I literally, we bought like boxes, spray painted them um, grey. I can still remember the high from spraying that shit. Spraying out the back, like trying to breathe and having the best hot night ever. <laughs> the night before Halloween. Like grey tracksuits, right rock on my head. A grey fucking woolly hat. 
that. And then you got, went in. All went all in. We bought like these cow boxes from Lidl. We cut scissors out. One girl like got a piece of paper. Like Genius. we were really, really cute. And we kept having this thing like you went around and you just go up and say like, you know, rock, beat, scissors. And just punch each other. I really enjoyed it. I feel like all my adult ones are kind of like on some level just absolute shite. Mm. But I think one of my favourite ones, not everyone will get the reference, but I think my favourite was a couple of years ago I went as internet sensation Joanne the Scammer. Oh, that was iconic. That oh, was I iconic. do remember this. Yeah, I, I like I went in. If, if you don't know, Joanne the Scammer is um, this dude uh, with a beard who dresses up and pretends to be a rich, affluent white woman. Uh, and yeah, that's everything the, that you are. Everything, everything, everything that I've ever wanted to be. So I did that in like a black cat suit with proper high heels and a wig. And you gave that one thousand percent. Like everybody knew who you were straight away, and you were lit to the tit, and were probably as obnoxious as she is. So that was great. Very that, very that. And I was quite good in the high heels. I had them on for most of the night. Like at university, I I went as Corella Deville one year, and I was like, how the fuck am I supposed to do Corella Deville? So like, I painted my hair like half white, half black, like mm-hmm. hers, and I was like, let's. Do like a male version and luckily two of my friends were actually working in a charity shop the week before Halloween and they found a furry Dalmatian coat oh what a fine like what the actual fuck it cost like a tenner but it was like really shitty like curtain fabric but it was like polka dot black it was insane that's what the gay gods shining down on top of you you know what I mean you are gonna have this fucking moment there you go. And it was iconic. And I had the coat on and I went down and did the whole thing. And I had like a suit and tie. Like, it was very like male Corella de Ville. And everyone was like, bitch, yes, obsessed. And then in the smoking area of the bar, there was a girl dressed as a fucking Dalmatian. And we caught our eyes from across the smoking area. And I was like, get over here now, bitch. And we spent like, the next hour like killing each other and screaming at each other. And it was so fucking funny. Did you skin her? I almost skinned her. Oh, shit. <laughs> if only you were straight, you could have met your other half, and that would have been so nice. Can you imagine that was your story? <laughs> oh, he, well, how did you meet him? Oh, he was actually dressed as Corella de Ville, and he was trying to skin me in the smoking area. Any cautions for you, babes? Um, I, well, you all know how seriously I take Oh, I take it. You've only mentioned it three or four times in this episode alone. Yeah, I mean, if, guys, if you don't realise, I take coming very seriously, just to let you all know again. I really enjoyed dressing up as Dicky Minaj. That was great. That was a vibe. I like made my own Barbie necklace and everything. Like it was absolutely amazing. Yes. Oh, work like circuit twenty twelve. Oh, it was insane. Super base video vibes. Oh, yes. It was it was incredible. Neon realness. I also really enjoy couples costumes. I know that's super <laughs> like. And last year we dressed up as Adam and Eve, which I adored, and it actually was really cool. And it was slutty and trashy, but also classy. I remember that. That was so good. Myself. You look gorgeous. I guess there's a huge research. Halloween, I don't Can I just give one special shout out to a costume that I did a couple of years ago? Yes. I'm not boasting, it's super cringe. I wasn't supposed to go out, I was feeling like shit. Oh god, then I know friends, it's coming. <laughs> then my friends would text me saying, just come, just come, just come. I don't have a costume, what can I do? I go into Tesco, couldn't find anything, so I bought a loaf of bread for 39p and I went as a gingerbread man. And in my defense, I walked down the Halloween party with this loaf of bread in my hand the entire night <laughs> and everybody came up to me and said, you're a fucking genius, I'm obsessed, special shout out to my friend that did recommend it to me because she won't fucking let me live it down if I don't say she didn't. And the best part is, I just kept eating white bread throughout the night. <laughs> and I woke up the next day and I had like half a loaf beside me so I had white bread in bed. <laughs> bread in bed. That's a hard thing to say. The best costume is one that you can eat, right? Yes, I'm cutting your moment, but I'm just super fucking proud of that moment. I'm really glad you did, because I think we needed to Thank tell you. the gingerbread story. There's been a resurgence in Halloween a lot, and Generation Wires have definitely brought it back, of or course. are still continuing to live it on. 
Gotta bring in the Gen Y aspect. Yes, always. I'm always here to read us back in, guys. <laughs> um, so I was actually doing some research. Oh, God, you've done a lot of research I, this episode. we got to step I our pussies off. I love up. Halloween. Like, I can't stress it. <laughs> For those of you um, who don't know, she's actually wearing vampire fangs and has bat wings. Basically, when it came to Halloween, 2017, 48% of American adults planned to wear a Halloween costume. Majority of these adults aged between 18 to 34, which means <coughs> they were our classic Gen Ys, our millennials. Damn, um, Halloween is blowing up and psychologists, I'm going to get serious here. Psychologists oh, scientist Nikki's out. Oh, scientists. Childhood is leaking further and further into adult life and millennials in particular aren't fully sold on the idea that we're that grown up. Also, this is really interesting and I hadn't thought about this but there's an increasing popularity in cosplay which there is and I didn't Oh, huge, yeah. You think about take this. that into consideration. So, oh. Yeah. And like Comic Con and mm-hmm. have you ever been around London during Comic Con? No. It's absolutely incredible. Bitch, when I used to live in New York, I was the restaurant that I used to work in was off Times Square and you could always tell when Comic Con was on because the place was riddled with superheroes. Like this is white people culture. <laughs> the biggest spenders on Halloween are those aged between eighteen to twenty four thirty four, sorry, aka generation wires. Mm-hmm. That is spicy either. And that's because you paid thirty nine P for a loaf of bread. Uh, of course. I mean, who's the real Joanna Scammer here? Oh, she's the cheap queen. I'm just saying, yeah. <laughs> um, but also, this is a really valid point, and it's actually something that kind of annoys me about Halloween a little bit, because I'm a Halloween OG. But now, obviously, Halloween is so intensely visual, and people do Halloween just for the gram. And I'm like, bitch, I've been doing Halloween since the day I was born. This is not just for the gram. Mm. You see people, and especially celebrities, Beyonce is guilty of it. I'm sorry, Beehive, come at me. But she, Nikki, do not anger the Beehive on episode three. We'll be finished. <laughs> You're going to get stung. <laughs> she does this. She'll get like a picture or like an album cover, and she'll dress up as that album cover and do like a side-by-side. And I'm like, is that a costume? Well, she didn't dress up. Yeah. She's dressing up as someone she isn't. But for me, if you're dressing up in a Halloween costume just for a picture for Instagram, that's not Halloween. Halloween's about getting into the spirit of it. So if you're, if you're getting, if you're getting dressed up, you need to go to a party or meet with your friends or do something. If you're just getting in a costume and putting on a face or getting a costume on just for like a picture on Instagram, I'm not here for it. Well, that's why it's blown up. That's why they think it is because Instagram has such a huge part to play. And a lot of celebs on Instagram now will always have the Halloween pick. So they're influencing everybody around them to do the same. Oh yeah. Like my favorite celebrities like doing Halloween pictures is um, Neil Patrick Harris and his husband uh, sorry John is shouting at me because I got to the point before he <laughs> did Neil Patrick Harris is a very, very famous actor from How I Met Your Mother who played Barney um, his husband uh, and their two kids they have twin uh, kids a boy and a girl they do family costumes every single year and they are to die very for. cute I must check that out I actually haven't seen Fucking their oh they're know. lit they're so so good I think last year they did like an Alice in Wonderland theme and it was so cool I hate to say it too because I have like a low pay relationship with them but the Kardashians always bring up the Halloween parties they do they're amazing yeah. whatever you think of the Kardashians they deliver on the content speaking of celebrity costumes oh. we're going to do a little why though segment we're going to be highlighting why though moments of celebrity costumes where I went wrong Ooh. where you think why the fuck did you do that why the so I found a really funny sort of article online and it was like the 50 most controversial celebrity Halloween costumes of all time oh so are you doing this to get our reaction but I'm gonna do this to get our reaction oh bitch I'm going we're going in blind this oh. is fresh fucking tea guys look at this content for the podcast this Here is fresh fucking spice okay oh god um, okay. what I will say is Oof. so many fucking people still do blackface and celebrities do it I'm like are you fucking that ignorant you've got a platform people are gonna see you and call you out for the shit with this in mind, <laughs> I'm going to show you the first one. So this is Luanne de Lesseps. Do we know this woman? She's in the Real Housewives of New York City, which I'm obsessed with. 
The only Real Housewives franchise I've ever watched is New Jersey. Shout out to Jersey Girls. Oh, I so, love that one. I've heard New York is insane. So let's see. So who's who's this one? An orange so county. she's a Real Housewife. What's her name? Luan Delessa. Oh, I know Luan. The Countess. The Countess. The Countess. Yes. I know Luan. Luan is iconic. I have so many gifts of her on my phone. For those who don't know, Luan is an Upper East Side white privileged woman who dressed the fuck up as a tanned Diana Ross. Guys, what do you oh. think? Oh my god, that afro is so big. She likes it. She's like Marge Simpson. My thing is though, she didn't really do blackface. So she did because I saw the episode and it doesn't look like this in the photo, but in oh. the episode they were all like, Who went doesn't give a fuck? And she walks in in black face. What yeah. do you think, Sean? Bad. I'm sorry, she's, she's intentionally darkening her skin. Yes. You can say like, oh, she just put tan on because it's a night out. No, she's intentionally darkening her skin for the sake of that photo. It's a no. But I will say, I do like that wig. The wig is fly. The wig is low. Yeah. Number fly. two is another unfortunate blackface, but we cannot forget this. And I forgot about this until I oh read Oh God, oh God. Do we remember Julianne Huff? Julianne. Oh Huff my God, Julianne Huff. As crazy eyes. From Orange is the New Black. Oh, bitch, no. Oh. This is just a no all around. Julianne, mm. sweetie. Oh, sweetie. So can you describe it to the guys in the bar? So for those of you who don't know, she went from a character from Orange is the New Black, very famous uh, Netflix TV show. She went as Crazy Eyes, played by Uzo Oduba. He was a black woman. He was a black woman. And she's in this costume, full orange, like, jail outfit with the hair. And the hair, like, don't look oh, like, in, like the dread. Yeah. Oh, no. And also, the character has obviously quite severe mental health problems in the show. Yeah. I mean, you're just asking for controversy. And she's got really bad fake tan on to yeah. darken her skin. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad. Also, her eyes intentionally crossed in that photo. I hope she's just drunk. I don't know. I really hope here. she's just drunk. It's I'm, a no for me, Nikki. I'm trying to find ones that aren't blackface. And it's just like, re- okay, this is a funny one. <laughs> so we all know Ashley Benson. Ashley in, Benson, yeah. In, what the hell is that show that I'm forgetting? Gossip Girl? No. Pretty Little Liars. Pretty Little Liars. Is Ashley Benson in Pretty Little Liars? Yeah, this one. Yeah. Ashley Benson, the blonde one. She's like the main one in Pretty Little Liars. Ish. Yes. Yeah. Please don't tell me I'm wrong. I'm I've never watched Pretty Little Liars. She's not the main, main one. She's one of the main ones. Can any of the listeners who know what TV show Ashley Benson's in, please let us know and we will shout you out in the next episode. I think we should fact check at the end of the episode. But this is very funny. So I'm going to read the blurb and then I'll show you the photo, okay? Pretty Little Liars star. Okay, so she's in it. Ashley Benson decided to post this since-deleted photo to Instagram around Halloween 2015, which she called Cecil the Lion Costume. So she's dressed up as a lion. Can we all see her dressed up as a lion? <laughs> and for those who don't know, Cecil was a 13-year-old lion whose murder by an American dentist caused national outrage. I remember this. Why would you do that? This is when he was poached in Africa, right? I know I'm laughing, but like, she is a dumb bitch. Sorry. <laughs> so dumb. So I was like, I have so much money. I you know, I have no worries in the world. I almost want the controversy or, or you know, I just want the attention. I think she She went as a sexy version. I think she thought Tessa the Lion was another famous line. I like don't a panty bear. I don't think she realised it was the one that was savagely weird. <laughs> and I love that the sexy pole is like grabbing her crotch and it's just kind of like, you want to come and get me? Look at me, I'm a sexy lion. Oh, sexy lion. That's such a Halloween oh, thing. Let's sexy make anything. sexy lion called. Um, oh. So I'm going to end it now because a lot of them are really just so racist. Uh, cool, so let's move on to the next one. I'm very excited to talk about this one. Halloween movies are kind of my jush. Mm. But in saying that, horror movies are not my jush. Mm. So... Halloween movies, as a kid and as now, John, favourites, thoughts, opinions. So, I have watched plenty of Halloween movies, but I wouldn't call myself a Halloween movie connoisseur. Obviously, I'm gay, so... Hocus Pocus. Hocus fucking 
Pocus. You know, Halloween Town, like the old real camp basic ones. Obviously, I'm, obviously everyone's just listening and thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, like, could you at least put a little bit of effort into something different? I totally understand that, but that's not going to change. Um, I've watched plenty of horror movies for Halloween, like the gory ones, the scary ones. They're not my thing. So I'm going to pass on the Halloween movie love to you guys. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't think Hocus Pocus is basic or super gay or oh my it's god I saw you were going to say it's such a shit movie and I was what? panicking we all been to Hocus Pocus Halloween viewings together where yeah. we screamed and said all the words and sang all the songs it is such a good fucking movie I do not care what people say I would watch that any time of the year my favourite thing about this movie is it has such a fucking stellar cast you have Kathy and Jimmy you have Sarah Jessica Parker mm. and Beth fucking Midler the, this, queen. the queen I always forget Sarah Jessica Parker she the, just doesn't look like her how do you forget Sarah Jessica Parker it's the best she's ever looked in any movie she's ever done oh my god why the fuck we have a ginger blonde and a and a brunette? <coughs> Why the fuck have we not done this? I am the perfect Winifred. Why have Winifred, we done this? Winifred, that's what oh, I mean. Oh, because somebody doesn't know the fucking film. That's oh, why. Oh, I know the well. fucking words of the song from the movie. Fake fan. I knew the words from the beginning from birth. But as I was saying, those three actresses in this movie is iconic. But this movie was released originally in cinemas in July. What? Nineteen ninety one. Three. Three. Wow. In July. Like, they did not expect this to do well or to go whatever. And in, in, in like, the theatres, it didn't do very well. Didn't make a lot of money, but since become a cult classic and they make bank off every Halloween. Well, they do viewings of this every Halloween in London. Oh, everywhere. We yeah, we've been to America. We should definitely go again. We should definitely yes, go again. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I love Casper. I'm obsessed. <gasps> the one Casper. with Christina Ritchie. Yes. I haven't seen that since I, I was about Is that the one where I he comes back as a real boy? Yes, he and then they like the dance way. at the end and then they kiss and stuff mm-hmm. I used to have a VHS watched it all the fucking time when I started my job we got pictures taken for our um, card swipes and for some reason whatever way my hair was caught I am the spitting image <laughs> of the boy in Casper like like for like I don't know if I've showed you this before have I don't I? think so He's guys so I'm gonna put on our Instagram so you can see I am Casper the friend <laughs> It's bizarre. Like, it's so, so strange. I'm going to show you guys. So, I also loved the witches, which scared the fuck. Only seen it once, still haunts us to this fucking day. Same, I remember being really young and my parents had, like, two daughters. My parents' friends had two daughters who were, like, a couple years older than me and they made me watch it and I was, I still remember mm-hmm. just saying, like, bye, bitch, get me out of here. But in saying that, fucking love Angelica Houston. Angelica Houston is an Incredible. absolute queen and she's also in The Addams Family. Mm-mm. Can't wait till we get to The Addams Family. Ugh! Iconic. Iconic. Is Angelica Houston our Halloween bitch? I think so. She's incredible. I'd love to go as Angelica Houston in the Adams Family for Halloween. This is the thing. If you could go as like for like Angelica Houston, great. But everyone's just going like, oh, you're Morticia. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm Angelica, Angelica Houston. Houston. As Morticia. I'm Academy Award winner, yeah. Golden Globe winner, mm-hmm. fucking Angelica Houston. Mm-hmm. Blair Witch Project. I, mm. um, I watched that like back in like 2001, 2002. That movie cost like less than a million um, dollars to make and made over a hundred million worldwide. Mm. I mean, like it made like a hundred times back its budget and like in the record books. It's not that scary anymore. Mm. Obviously, but at the time, the whole concept of like, you know, do you found footage and mm. everything. It was genius. I remember watching it when I was like 10 years of age, shitting myself. Mm-hmm. Now I watch it, all I can think is, girl, you got to get a fucking tissue. <laughs> 
I've never, I've never watched it. Like, really? Yeah, I was too scared to watch it as a kid. Like, I, I was a bit of a, a bit of a wet wipe as a child and just did not do. Scared yeah. cat. As a child, I was a wet wipe. Not gonna lie, couldn't watch any scary movies or anything like that. But one movie I do love, and I actually was listening to an episode of another podcast that I listened to once upon a screen. Shout out the boys. Mm, I've never listened to that. Oh, you should. It's I so good. To. But they talked about recently Scream. So good. Like the OG so Scream. Oh, good. That movie. Like, I was listening to them talk about it and I was like, do you know what? That movie was fucking epic. Like, it was so self aware mm-hmm. of slaughter movies inspiring real life crimes. You have Ned Campbell, you had Courtney Cox playing. Mm. Courtney Cox is Gail Weathers. She is that bitch. I feel bad for her in the sense that, like, now that we're like 20 years later, she all she is remembered for is those bangs in Scream 3. <laughs> it was sexy. Scream was a sexy horror film. Like, it was a sexy 90s horror film. This is what is wrong with Generation Y. <laughs> we will watch a horror film. You, they're telling you, you should be scared of this. You're going to die. <laughs> oh. And you're like, but I want to fuck it. Cut me up, yeah. daddy. Yes, daddy. Mm. That's so Generation Y. It's like, oh yeah, he's a murderer. He's killed so many people. He's going to get you. Yeah, but can he fuck me? Yeah. <laughs> but special shout out to the genius casting of Drew Barrymore for the beginning of the movie. <gasps> yes. But obviously when you watch it and she's there and you're like, oh, I didn't. No, you just assume it's Drew Barrymore. You assume it's going, she's going to be the main character. And she's killed off in the first three minutes. And straight away, you're like, oh shit, like already you're en- you're entering unexpected territory mm-hmm. in this movie. It really did fuck up the horror genre. Yeah. Like it, br- it came to play. It came yeah. to slay. Every boy between the age of 10, between the age of like 8 and 14 for 10 years was screaming. I think it was also that costume is when you were getting older and you didn't want to dress up anymore. You're like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. just going to with a scream costume. Yeah. And you were like, the kill like. They're like yeah. 16, still trying to get those free sweets. Still connecting sweets. I know it's awful, but one of my favourite films, Scary Movie. Oh, I love Scary oh, Movie. Oh, I love Scary Movie. I think I watched it back recently and I was like, fuck, we could not get away with that these days. But you know what? That one's fucking funny. Right, so we're talking about scariest things. Throwback to earlier in the pod when I said, are you afraid of the dark? This shit Fucked me up. Bringing so, it back, bringing it back. Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm sorry, it was full on attempting to traumatise children in their youth. <laughs> and there's one episode where this girl comes to visit her grandmother and next door to her grandmother is her best friend. But the best friend has disappeared. And then the girl looks through her, her grandmother's window and looks into the girl's window in the window up in the attic and sees her friend like wandering around. And like it was really pink um, walls and things like that. So the girl sneaks over to her friend's house and she finds a doll's house up in the fucking attic and she can hear her friend's um, fucking voice inside the doll's house but she has no idea so the next time she tries again sees a sealed door up in the attic opens the door and then she walks into the doll's house and there's her friend walking around with these pastel colored walls saying oh my god I can hear you but where are you so the girl goes to step in to help her friend can't get back out the door has been sealed next thing you know both girls start turning white the friend turns into an actual doll. The early girl is trying to rescue her. And as she's going towards the door to try to escape, her hand is turning white more and more and more. Eventually, she manages to escape. And here I am, 20 years fucking later, still fucking traumatized by dolls. So, guys, we've talked about horror movies. But I thought it'd be quite interesting to test you both. Mmm. So, this um, is a little quiz that I found on BuzzFeed. How long would you survive in a horror movie? Oh, not long. So, I'm going to predict early. John, you're going to die very, very soon. Nikki, I think you'll surprise yourself. First of all, I'm a fucking minority. I don't stand a chance. But you may go on. So, we're going to start with you, John. (laughs) What was your favourite subject in school? Okay. And read out the one that you're going to say. So, what was my favourite subject in school? I'm going to say uh, math. Wow, you're such a geek. So, it's dodgeball day in gym. When do you get picked? Um... Ooh, probably last, which is annoying because I'm pretty good. Okay. 
Okay, sex down. So where are you at a party? Getting my drink on, getting my flirt on. Awesome, cool. Oh, choose a murder weapon. Axe. That was way too fast. That's <laughs> that was way too fast. I don't think about these things. What song would you choose to play at the end of your movie? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Kelly Clarkson's my oh, bitch. Kelly Clarkson is is the tits. Uh, how many sequels would your franchise have? Um, I feel like you'd milk it for all it's worth. Oh, it's absolutely like Ted with varying degrees of quality. Absolutely. No shame. Okay, so be honest. How long do you think you'd live in a horror movie? Now be freaking honest. Um, freaking. Freaking. <laughs> I'm not sure if I die, but if I do, I hope it's a spectacular death. Okay, yeah. That okay. one I like. Okay, so how long would you survive the in a horror movie? The results are in. So we're going to get a little bit closer to the microphone to say this. You would be the first to die. Ah! And what an honour. The first death of a horror movie is always the most memorable and the most exciting. It sets the tone for the entire movie and sometimes the entire franchise. We thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you. Can I just say, we spoke about how iconic it was that Drew Barrymore died first. So, bitch, that's you. I'm Drew Barrymore. Mm. Except oh. at the Stenton Rehab of 14. Nah. Oh, or was she 12? Or was she 12? Well, who knows? She's been very famous for a long time. Do you know what the real horror is? Celebrity childhood. <laughs> but that's a topic for another pod. That's that's the true the true magic of Halloween. I don't even know how to do this now. <laughs> right, Nikki, we'll do it real quick with you as well. Okay? I'm ready. So what was your favourite subject in school? My favourite subject in school was none of these. Okay, art or English, I'll say. Okay, cool. Well, it's dodgeball day in gym. When do you get picked? I get picked probably last, which is annoying because I'm pretty good. Okay. Where are you at a party? I am... Everywhere I threw this party. Choose a murder weapon. A uh, knife. Again, way too fast. Uh, what song would you choose to play at the end of your movie? I think I would play Survivor Destiny's Child. Oh, bitch, yes. Uh, how many sequels would your franchise have? I would say just two, the perfect trilogy. Two? Trilogy? That's what it's because it would have two sequels, so it would be one, two, three. Brains. So yours wasn't math and skill. <laughs> wow, shade. Yeah. Okay. So thank you, Mr. Host. Okay, so the last one then. Uh, be honest, how long do you think that you would live in a horror movie? I would say I totally live, I know every horror movie trope. <gasps> oh, oh, these, these <laughs> answers are so interesting. You would be the wrongfully accused weirdo. <gasps> I'm so hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so for a good chunk of the movie, we were led to believe that you were the murderer. You're the geek, so naturally you were the first to be blamed when the body started piling up. Well, you might have made it through the first movie, but your fate is sealed for the sequel. Hopefully you go out with a bang. That was a nice little segment we did there. I think we should do more fun games like that in the future. If you liked that, let us know. We're looking to get some ideas for kind of like fun bits and pieces to do. Uh-huh. So we'd love to hear from you. Well, that, no, I guess we can kind of wrap it up unless there's anything else to go over. No, I'm actually so happy we got to speak about my favourite thing in the entire world that I haven't mentioned. I feel like we should do a super cut of every time Nikki has said, I'm obsessed with Halloween. <laughs> Drink a shot every time. Don't. We do not condone alcohol abuse. Thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Generation Why No podcast. And happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye, Bye. gals and ghouls. Also, guys, don't forget to follow us on our social media channels. You can find us on Twitter at Generation underscore Why Though. You can find us on uh, Instagram at Generation underscore Why Though. You can find us on Facebook at Generation Why Though. And if you have any other tips, tricks, suggestions, feedback, criticism, only constructive, we'd like to hear from you at our Gmail, which is genwhythough at gmail.com. Also, guys, if you could please, please, please like and subscribe on any listening platform that you are kindly listening to us on. And tell all your friends. Tell all your friends.